0: We talk very much in terms of sustainable urban systems. Um, It kind of sounds like lingo, and it is. Um, But to try and simplify that, we have a sort of passive and active approach. And the passive approach is all around the urban design and the building design. How do we create those spaces? And the active part of it is all about what's the technology, support infrastructure, integrated systems that are sort of operating in in support of that. So there's two major parts to, to sustainable urban design. Um, and we'll just kind of whip through a few, few examples. Um, so starting with the passive stuff, um, when you get a new site you want to understand it's, and plan for its orientation, you want to maximise um, the use of sunlight um, and you want to minimize the, the heat gain caused by sunshine, etc. So um, <clears throat> with a master plan site, this is a, a site in China, something called Wuxi, um, but, it, but it's a similar sort of scale uh, as the development we're looking at. So I thought it's quite a useful um, example. And what this shows you is basically the darker colors show you, towards the red end, show you, you know, how much um, solar heat irradiation you're going to get on any particular surface within the development the idea being that you can then plan responses to this through through environmental design. Um, <clears throat> so the passive opportunities are such that they don't interfere too much with the the internal workings of a building up front, but they give you information with which to adapt your your overall environment. And this sort of study is is fairly typical in in, in larger developments, but isn't necessarily always exploited to its full potential, as people focus more on renewable technologies and things, which are what we need to consider next, really. Um, We can also look at the wind environment, um, which is another microclimate study we would do. Um, and looking for sort of pinch points where, where the, the new urban form that you created would be um, unacceptably windy at certain times. Um, and, and, the, and the solutions, again, can be quite simple in terms of the urban form. This uses um, something called uh, computational fluid dynamics modelling, um, which basically is like a wind tunnel exercise for a, uh, for, for, for a, for a, on a computer. Um, and it just very simply allows you, you know, once you can interpret these things, our, our, our teams will be able to sort of weave different kind of structures and street patterns in. Um, and if we, if we could do this modelling on our site, um, we'd be able to make some adjustments, I guess, to the urban form in place. Um, we don't need a model every time. It's common sense. We know the prevailing wind. Um, we know the sun path. Um, we can probably make some, some decisions on those sorts of things uh, quite easily without the benefit of computer aids. Um, but it can deal with some of the more subtle and specific issues um, quite well. Um, daylight is another issue, I mean you, we obviously uh, in, in good design wants to maximise the, the, the benefits of daylight whilst minimising the, 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 the problems associated with overheating. Um, so again, and also the sort of issues of overshadowing and whatnot, and restricted access to daylight and sky components and these sorts of things are all sort of considerations to be made at the master plan level um, as well as at the building level. Um, this is just an example of some overshadowing work um, on a, a very similar scale development actually. Um, this was actually done for the purpose of working out where, where we could maximise the photovoltaic panel arrangements but, uh, but also useful for overshadowing from either trees um, and, and deliberate shading of course where necessary to, to prevent solar gains. So we really like the idea of looking at the climate and responding to the climate through our development and its physical expression. Um, and just a slightly um, wackier example I guess, this is a uh, Mazdar eco city in, in Abu Dhabi um, where they obviously have some very serious temperature extremes and we were looking at a different street layout um, and cross sections and analysing how they perform in terms of the, the temperature changes and their resilience to, to the heat. So we had different sort of street models which eventually uh, ended up in a, this sort of form you can see below which was a very tightly packed Um, very dense but low-rise community where the streets had overhangs and there was suitable amounts of um, water running through the streets and vegetation providing additional cooling. Um, Fascinating project, not going to go into too much detail on it, but you can see that you can get quite into sort of the the design and this just finally is is a sort of a multivariate assessment of different street patterns and all those different factors, wind and solar and um, overshadowing, et cetera, that, um, in the middle. And we kind of gave us a little rating system of how different street patterns um, were, are applicable in any given situation. So there's a kind of process you can use to, to choose the right options, if you like.